0: Welcome to week two of our fantasy bachelorette show, 602 Rose Show. Uh, I can't believe that as many people watched this trash uh, as did. I was uh, a little surprised, honestly, but uh, here we are, as promised. Um, We'll get into uh, not only uh, what happened, but some of the fantasy recap. Uh, We're actually going to do a separate breakout show for season long. So if you're interested in that, that is going to be loaded with spoilers. Um, So we'll we'll do that in in a separate show. Uh, here's just a, as a reminder, just like high-level scoring for the weekly league. Um, you don't want to get sent home. You want to get a rose. You want to do things like kiss and cry and it, confess your love. Uh, that That's really, really how the scoring works in general. Uh, here is our current standings in our home league. Uh, you can see that uh, number one, number one overall. Uh, you know, I'd say by a wide margin, but I think someone a certain unnamed someone might have stolen my pics uh, after we posted our video, uh, but they can't prove it. <laughs> uh, and then Megan there in third.
1: I also want to voice that I had, I really had to stop myself from changing, uh, from Will to Joe. Um, so Rick and I ended up seeing um, a, one of the previews um, of this episode beforehand that really convinced me that Joe would probably get more screen time and more points. But I just couldn't bring myself to have the exact same lineup as you. I just, like, couldn't do it.
0: Um, you got reports, psyched out by the you, podcast.
1: Uh, no, I just, like, I don't want to tie you. I want to beat you. And I can't do that if I'm making the same lineup.
0: Well, week two is a great opportunity to make up some points. Uh, I have not uh, looked at your lineup yet. You sent it my way. I dropped it in here, but I couldn't uh, I couldn't name any of your people. So we'll see that when we get to the end of the slides here. Uh, you will see down at the bottom our Bachelor Nation standings, which are not great. Hmm. Um, obviously, top 10 percentile for both of us, but uh, just really not, um, not where we wanted to be starting off. I think a perfect score this week was 100. Uh, so not a whole lot of ground to make up, but uh, there's a lot of people in between, in between where we are and, and the top.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, here is uh, here is Rick. I am wearing my green unbuttoned, no undershirt Rick shirt. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna try to. Which way is he leaning? He's leaning this way. We're we gonna do one of these. Um, <laughs> I hate Rick still ongoing but uh but here's the shirt that i promised i would wear Um, a man of my word if nothing else (laughs) had to buy it um olive green shirts are are hard to come by i think i think mine's a little bit cooler than his but we'll get we'll get through it together
1: yours has like a fun texture with it too
0: So before we jump into the uh, eliminations, uh, one thing we wanted to do was talk about, uh, we're calling it our big three things. It's a, it's a favorite thing that happened in the episode, a least favorite thing that happened in the episode, uh, and that's something that surprised us. Uh, something. if you want to start with first your favorite, we'll just go back and forth and uh, work our way through these.
1: Yeah, and I, um, so I got like a sneak peek of your big three too, and it's funny because I feel like we have some overlap, but we're calling them different things. So we're reacting to them very differently. So my favorite thing was Jamie. I love Jamie. When he came out and when he gave his um, ooh, what was it? Um, that was just fabric until you put it on line. Ugh, I literally went, ah, oh, like audible. Um, and then he had his other great line that she smiled the spirit. Ugh, I loved it. He's so cute. And it, yeah, it was great. He was so sweet.
0: So you you kind of alluded to how we, uh, how we overlap a little bit here. And I I got Jamie coming up, but, uh, my favorite thing is, uh, what I'm going to call the fire cucking, (laughs) um, so two firefighters and, uh, oh man, it it could not have gone. It could not have gone much worse for, uh, for Daniel, um, rides out in his turnout gear. Great look. Uh, as, as an open, he he scoots around on a, on a little a little toy fire truck. Comes out, he's got the hat with the siren on it, and um, great entry. You know, as a, it lets her know immediately that you're fun, you're kind of spunky, and that you're a firefighter, which is you know one of those one of those sexualized jobs, man in uniform. Um, and whether it was actually immediately following or producer magic that made them go back to back. Uh, No sooner is he inside than big ladder truck blaring sirens and lights flashing comes up the driveway and uh, PJ looking, looking like a million bucks, uh, not in turnout gear, which kind of surprised me, but in a suit um, jumps out of his fire truck and they cut over to Daniel holding his tiny little hat in his hands with just the saddest look on his face. And the guys around him look so uncomfortable. uh, And that, that without quite I wrote it down immediately that was my favorite thing uh I, I was turned off to the rest of the episode for favorite things because the, the fire cucking was uh, was my thing
1: Michelle said it like even Michelle was like oh poor Daniel <laughs> um I was actually watching this episode with um a friend and he had never seen bachelor bachelor anything before and so when that happened, I was like, oh, this is so good. This is like exactly what the producers want. Like This is gold. It's, it's <laughs> peak
0: Bachelor. <laughs> uh, my least favorite. I'm going to, I have two on the sheet and I, because i going to pick one last second. I'm going to pick it. It's, it's Caitlin. I hate Caitlyn. She is my least favorite. I wanted it to be something about the guys and, the more I thought about it, this list was originally five items, and I kept narrowing down, narrowing. It's just Caitlin. I hate Caitlin. Uh, at one point, um, Clayton had brought out a ruler, a, a yardstick, and she called it a teacher stick,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and didn't call it a teacher stick because she couldn't think of what it was called. She called it a teacher stick because that's what it's called in her brain. And I know she does podcasts and stuff, and you know she's never going to see this, but like Caitlin, Caitlin to me is just not necessary at all. Give me one host. I don't need the the partner in crime. I just it didn't do it for me. So that's my least favorite.
1: I know. And you and I disagree about that because you know that I like Caitlin and I enjoy her her genuineness and her personality. Um that's okay. We can agree to disagree. Um So my least favorite part was at the beginning, all of the really, really bad basketball and teacher puns that they made Michelle say, I'm sure, I'm hoping, like, I'm really hoping that like the producers made her say them because they were so bad. Like it was just like 30 seconds, like a minute of just straight puns. And I just couldn't, I was done.
0: (laughs) I think we might be in for a lot more of that.
1: Yeah. Um, also speaking of, this is like completely, uh, by point, but I actually wrote down at one point in my note is like, I feel like every season, the bachelorettes end up saying like, bring in the men. and like, do they, like, are they required to say that? Because it's so dumb. It's like, just it's-
0: one of those sticks. And I don't know if you saw in the, in the trailer for the, for the season, all the guys standing on the Hill in Minnesota, <laughs> like screaming. screaming her name. Yeah. It's just, yeah, it's I just, I just one of the things. Yeah. what yeah. was your uh, what was your surprise what your biggest surprise
1: so okay my surprise was that the drama with ryan happened in the first episode like i i really thought that that was going to happen later in the season um like they were going to allow like a connection to build with them and then like throw in this like more dramatic heartbreak with her um so yeah i was actually really surprised that happened in the first episode
0: pretty good group of guys um they needed to fabricate some type of drama yeah. night one and i guess that's what they went for
1: yeah
0: um my biggest surprise was jamie grabbing michelle immediately yeah. um you no know, as soon as as soon as the toast was over he he, he grabs her and whisks her away and uh you now we talked on the previous show about how we liked jamie and, and obviously he was he was your favorite um <laughs> i didn't see that type of bold and directness coming that early uh if at all um, so i was really surprised by that. i really like to see it
1: well and he was rewarded for it um i mean he got the first rose in the ro- rose ceremony too which like clearly means that i mean like i know that the order of it like is a little bit fabricated and i'm sure that there's some kind of like formula to it from the producer's standpoint um but yeah like i i thought that like her picking him first showed that connection too or showed that interest
0: uh, one thing I wanted to call out on myself before we move on here, uh, I had listened to the whole the whole thing, the two hour thing. If any of you watched all two hours of our show, thank you. It was, it was a lot. Um, Michelle did not play basketball at U of M. Uh, she did not play at Minnesota. Uh, she actually played basketball at Bradley. Um, so that somewhat impacts one of the narratives we were talking about. Um, but I, news that we learned, you know, on the show kind of spun that in a different direction anyway. So. Um, I guess we could touch on Michelle really quick. If you had any like overarching notes about Michelle before we get into the guys here.
1: I think just like in general, again, like thinking about like what this season might be and kind of, again, like what type she might be looking for. So like just words that I wrote down from when she was talking with her parents, um, are and like how she was describing her parents' relationships are laughter, team and understanding. And so I feel like those are gonna be things that are important to her in terms of like what she's wanting from the guys. Like she's wanting them to make her feel understood, wanting to feel like there's like that mutual reciprocity between them. And then also looking for someone who can have fun and make her laugh and like have that like fun energy. And again, I think that we saw that a little bit um, with Matt, right? That they had like these like little bit of moments of of goofiness mixed with the seriousness. Um, and so I just kind of like wrote that down as like a note to myself of like, these are the type of men that I think will stay longer.
0: So I I guess I'll open with my criticism. It's not really a criticism of Michelle, but her, her scripted and written parts that the producers have for her sound so scripted and written. It's almost like she has cue cards or she has worked really hard to memorize. I don't know. Not everyone can memorize lines. But it, it it feels very cardboard every time she has to well, do that.
1: I think like I think, and we talked about this in the last episode. But, like I think part of that is because she's so poised, like she is so just like put together and confident, and has that like stoic nature to her that I think it, it like it does sound rehearsed. Um, because I'm sure again that like past seasons girls also had those same things, but because of their personalities, didn't feel so scripted.
0: I get what you're saying. I could see that. I can see that. She, she is very graceful uh, as well. She, she, she killed it. It's,
1: she would be amazing on like a pageant, right? Like Because yes. like, she, she's just like royalty, like walking and moving and like the way that she speaks, like it's very um, articulate, right? Um, yeah. So like I, feel like I feel like some of that scriptedness might be just like the way that she comes across where she is very like methodical in what she's thinking about and like how she's choosing to portray herself.
0: Uh, The only other note I have here on Michelle, and uh, sorry if it offends her, but she's a bad bitch. She is, uh, I said, uh, someone forgot to hit send as the guy who ghosted you is walking away. That's a hell of a dig. Um, And then in the stuff with Ryan, which we'll get into a little more in depth, but I wanted to call out here, um, you're going to respect that I'm choosing to listen to my red flags is such a powerful statement. Uh, There's a hundred different ways to say that and get the same thing. And Mm -hmm. the words that she chose are are very powerful. I was very impressed um, by that, by that piece of that interaction.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know how much drama we will see with her, like with interactions with her. Like I think that we'll see them obviously from previous with, within the guys, but I think as soon as they get brought into her realm, I think she's going to cut them real fast.
0: Hopefully so. That drama only lasts so long.
1: Yeah. But it gets you hella points when it's there.
0: Yes, it does. Uh, the eliminations. Uh, so we're going to group all these guys together because from a fantasy standpoint, um, we don't care anymore. They are gone. So we'll save the big one in the middle there for last. Uh, Megan, did you have any notes uh, that you wanted to share on any of the guys that were eliminated? I want to I wanna call you out really quick because uh, you nailed a couple of these eliminations. Uh, when we were talking about Ed, Edward and Garrett, you said we're gone no. almost as your first note on both of them. Uh, and then they are indeed gone. And then, uh, we got one of our Brandon's, you know, we told, we told you guys that, uh, there can't be two Brandon's. So, uh, he's gone. And I think a Chris is coming next here. So,
1: so too. um, well, and you know, I have to say that I am, you know, an expert at swiping on Tinder nowadays. So I attribute some of that, Garrett and Edward acing to that. Um, but no, so I just, I mean, like in general, again, they didn't do much for me even within this episode. I mean, like for Brandon Kay, I cringed so hard with his entrance of like the New Orleans beads. Like just like it's it's not gonna fly with Michelle. Like it's like that's not her personality. Feels like it's just creepy.
0: And the Did delivery not. was horrible.
1: It was so bad. It, it,
0: it so took bad. too long to get the joke out and it needed to be immediate to have a shot.
1: Yeah, it was so bad. So bad. Um Brian hated that he dicked her twice. Like both times that he that he grabbed her for like a conversation, like right when he met her and then like when they had their one on one time. Like, no, only needs to be done once. Doesn't need to be done at all. Um one of the biggest okay, second biggest surprise for me in this episode was fucking jamari's voice <laughs> it was so deep and it did not match his body at all every time he spoke <laughs> I like had to like catch myself because that i mean it was it's a voice it is a booming voice it's
0: a hell of a voice he's a good <laughs> looking dude
1: yeah, yeah, okay those are my notes <laughs> uh yeah
0: i I don't really have anything to add i was I was sad to see Brian go uh you know, we we kind of talked him up a little bit, so we we missed on that one. But I I would have liked to see him get a little more time, um, maybe built for paradise. I, it depends on how how viewership is overall, and then if people respond to him or not. I haven't seen uh his post week one Instagram growth yet, uh, but we'll we'll check that out. There's a, some cool resources for that. Maybe I'll drop one of those in the link. Uh, so the big one is uh our boy Ryan, um. We'll try not to beat this one to death because we're trying to keep these shows a little shorter, but I do have uh, some some thoughts on Ryan. I'm going to start by saying this is very clearly a producer setup. Um, I think the notes are his. I think his issues are his. um, But he told someone. Yeah. They don't just go into the rooms and dig around guys' bags and, oh, look what we found, the, the holy grail of weird dude shit. I, I think that the producers knew because I think he trusted someone with this information. Um, and we can talk about some of the fallout after we get into our thoughts here, uh, but but know that this is how Bachelor Bachelorette works. Um, they didn't just happen to find this guy's notes. Uh, it, was, it was very much very much something they knew they we were going to do
1: um yeah and I actually so I watched the episode late um so I knew the drama that had happened and that it happened during the episode so I was kind of watching out for it but even from like the get go like even his little like preview segment that they had at the beginning of the episode I like he just came off as so fake and so full of himself even within that preview um and in my notes I just wrote down just do not believe <laughs> like I just it just like felt it felt so fake
0: well, I'll tell you what, that uh, sentiment was echoed by mm. the world. Uh, I was watching live and Twitter was on fire with yeah. this guy. He triggered a lot <laughs> of people, a lot of people. I actually spoke with a uh, a developmental specialist because uh, I didn't want to bag on this guy too bad if, if maybe we shouldn't. Um, and And all the information I got back was that no, he might be socially awkward, but this is all him um,
1: yes.
0: so i i am blown away by the fact that it existed um, from a from a show standpoint, I thought it was really telling that his story changed six times in mm-hmm. five minutes. Um, yep. You know, all of these guys do research. All of these guys do homework. I love, love, love that the dialogue when they're by the ice cream truck didn't get cut. Um, yeah. she, she said, uh, I, I can't remember exactly, but she said something about like liking ice cream and he's like, I did my homework on you. Yeah. And it's like, oh y- yes, we've seen this. You actually did, or someone did homework. Yeah. Um, and I, I've got some articles pulled up here just for fast reference. This guy's girlfriend who is way out of his league his ex-girlfriend is gorgeous she got on the internet a day later and just tore him apart about how much of a weirdo he was and like this is what he does like we used to go on road trips and he'd have like a book of like printed out restaurant reviews and like where to stop and like like this is like his thing um and then she Calls out like how full of shit he is about not knowing Bachelor Bachelor. That she's like we watched together, and I mean, it turns what? out this guy played the Bachelor in San Diego for the stage performance of the Bachelor. So Incredible. I'm not I'm not buying yep. any of it, and I'm totally fine with ripping this guy apart. It's creepy. It was weird.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, is he uh, like is he a guy that anyone? Wants to date right now?
0: No. <laughs> yes. And and that's part of what's wrong, I think, with a lot of people, that he's still <laughs> desirable to very many women.
1: And, I mean, like, yeah, okay. Like, everyone, yeah. I mean, everyone has someone, right? But, like, I... Ryan... Drop me, you know, drop me a message. I can get hooked up with a really great therapist, even in you know rural farm town America. You have therapists. We can work on some control issues and anxiety. Like we're good.
0: Like I said, don't don't want to spend too much time killing the guy, but it, everyone does research. Not everyone has it in, in color coded binders that have bachelorette misspelled. It, the whole thing was just kind of cringy. Um, And in the drinking game we play at the house, cringes are drinks. And uh, (laughs) thanks, thanks for the buzz, Ryan, because you got me there. Mm -hmm. But yeah, at the end of the day, they wanted it to be there. It is very clearly a not necessarily a plant, but something the producers put in there. It's uh, yeah, yeah. And that's some of the fun of this show is you never know who they're going to turn on. Uh, So you kind of, from a fantasy standpoint, you have to read these narratives. Um, and you're starting to see in the previews, some of these guys are going to fight. Uh, and so there's besides and minus sides to that, but be looking for those threads. Um, like, like you said, Megan. it it was surprising. It came up so quickly. Um, but those are the things to look for. Nothing. They show you is for nothing. Everything you see is something you can exploit for fantasy points later down the road. Yeah. Uh, so we'll jump into the guys now. Um, and I have changed out all the pictures. Uh, Megan sent me this overly sexualized uh, Instagram post where I, I can't remember who it was. I think it was uh, is one of the Bachelor Instagram accounts that covers everything, and he had gone through and so I stole those outright. So I will link I will link the uh, Instagram account in the comments because all I did was go through and take the exact same pictures. Um, so we have overly sexualized pictures of all the men now instead of their uh, headshots. Way better. Well, I mean, uh, Megan. I know you don't have it up in front of you, but uh, I'm looking at Alec right now, and this dude has a ten pack. He is chiseled. I
1: just, yeah, but like, I just don't like Alec. <laughs>
0: I mean, so his that
1: was a really bad first example because I just really don't like his look. Well, I <laughs> like, did... all I my notes about him from this episodes dislike. <laughs> That's it. That's all I have. I have no notes at all,
0: so I'm right with you there. But uh, you know, I carried over the bullet points. Um, and Alec, lo- who loves to read GQ magazine, this picture looks is lifted cool. from the pages of GQ. He looks great. Um, so yeah, we both have nothing about Alec, so we will we will move on. <laughs> uh, Keep going. Brandon J. is uh, looking great in his his basketball getup. Uh, he doesn't look sixteen in this picture. Did you have any, do you have anything on Brandon? Yeah,
1: um, this little baby boy. He. It feels so young to me, so young, um yeah, I yeah, no, he just feels super young. um I did not love the bed entrance, it felt a little speedy, a little I didn't love it um I did appreciate that he talked about like early struggle already like first night, I think Michelle really enjoyed that um when she asked him to name. The three, um, like three traits that he would use to describe himself: <laughs> baby boy, fun, truthful, and caring. It's like I know she put you on the spot, but we can do better. Just like have some confidence. You know you're gold.
0: But they're not bad <laughs> adjectives. You know, at least he didn't. At least he didn't fail in the in the assignment. Uh, I don't think the teacher would have uh, enjoyed. it. I did not complete.
1: Yeah. At least they're like characteristics, but like.
0: That's the only okay. teacher pun I'm going to make, I swear. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. Anyway, it's clear. Like, I think that she likes him. Um, but yeah, he just, he felt, I was surprised at how young he felt.
0: Okay. He's 26. Um, so on the younger end for some of these guys. Uh, but yeah, it, it certainly looked that way uh, in a crowd. He, he certainly has that baby face going for him. Uh, Casey, uh, who on the other end of the spectrum is just ancient, uh, you have anything on Casey?
1: Um, I don't know. I don't remember what he did, honestly, but all I have written down is, ew, handshake. So I don't know what that refers to. I'm guessing it's something with his entrance, um, because he didn't really do anything else the rest of the episode. Um, but he did something that made me go, ew, so...
0: So, uh, everyone watching can see this, but, uh, Megan, for your benefit, he, his new picture is a gym selfie, uh, Mm -hmm. where he's holding his phone with both hands like this so that he can simultaneously flex both arms. Um, which I feel is, is on brand for Casey. Uh, I I didn't have any, any big takeaways. He really didn't stand out too much to me. Um, so I guess we'll just move on to Chris G, uh, who, said kilogram uh, kilometers kilometers per hour or, like driving many many kilometers he's Canadian Yeah but like that's not okay Chris G yeah. it's it it was weird for me. Uh, you made me uncomfortable with your with your metric system. Uh and I get that ninety five percent of the world uses the metric system. Uh but I don't I don't need to hear about your kilometers. I'm, I'm trying to do math in my head instead of watching the Bachelorette.
1: Um, I have to say that, you know, like, it was during his, like, little promo um, that um, the hostess was, like, knocked on the door, um, and I was, like, yeah, like, I called it, like, he and Kate Margaret had this, like, Canadian chat, and then they were just, like, snooping in his room, and I was, like, well, sometimes not quite, um, so he really burst my bubble there. Um, so, um, again, I have to give recognition to my friend who was sitting next to me, because um, I told him that we were doing this podcast and stuff, and so... I was just like watching, and he looks at me and he goes, All I can say is he seems very beta. And he's a motivational speaker, and like he does. (laughs) So
0: So, I didn't see it until I put up the picture that I have now, which is like him on a beach holding a football. He looks like Canadian Jordan Davis. uh, And I'm not really here for it. Yeah. I, did, I did want to call back to something you said. Uh, Chris's room got raided as well. Do you think they raided everyone's
1: room no. or so, so, raided so they, Chris's
0: room so that they could do the Ryan thing?
1: So they, they raided Chris's room, they raided Ryan's, and then they raided and maybe Spencer's, I think. Well,
0: that's what they showed. Okay. But do you think that they yeah. raided everyone's room?
1: No. So um, when they were talking to Michelle about it, they said, we went to some guy's rooms. And so like, they they actually they they gave it away by saying that they didn't go to everyone's room. And so was like, the chance that they went to one person's room that ended up, like, having shit, like, right. there's no way.
0: So what but, do you think Chris and Spencer had in their applications that made them think they should also check their bags?
1: Um, honestly, like, I, I do. I mean, I wonder if they just did something um, to piss off the producers. The producers were just like, go fuck with them. <laughs> go make them anxious, right? Yeah. But, I, like, th- fair. <laughs> it's grim like, Raiders, but like
0: the uh the they're... reddit instagram twitter crowd that follows the bachelor really closely um they call them the powers that be uh, and that is the the overarching term for what used to be Chris Harrison his minions and is now the minions running the show and uh yeah Tasha's there <laughs> i'm not blaming yeah. Tasha for anything she's an angel okay. uh chris s um, who replaced his boring, bland headshot with the sexiest photo anyone on the internet could find of him, which is a boring, bland headshot.
1: I want to hear your opinion first then, Krista.
0: So I had no opinion until we got to the uh, season preview, the preview at the end of the episode, where he is taking a, a stance in an interview, right, not in front of guys or anything, but talking with very strong language Not strong language, strong words. He he uses his words in a a powerful way to talk about how Michelle is feeling about a certain situation. Um, Which felt very out of character for him to the point where I had to go back and look at some of the interactions. And I'm not sure what it is. It feels like... It feels to me like he's not going to be around for very long. Mm-hmm. Um but I I I think it's attrition and not a decision. I think uh I think it, it won't be going home because Michelle doesn't like him. I think he's gonna go home because someone has to. Um there's more to Chris S than I've seen, and I, I'm not sure we will get to see it.
1: So I don't know. I get a really disingenuous vibe from him. Um like I again my quick notes to myself, like, I wrote down first impression, like, off of his preview, right, which is, like, him at home. I wrote down hate. <laughs> um, I thought that he was just, like, really, like, corny in a bad way. Like, not, like, in, like, a cute way. Like, it just, like, it felt so over the top and, like, bravado and, like, this, like, personality that oh. did not feel real at all. Um, and I did not like him.
0: I think these millennial guys we're built and conditioned in a way that's not going to work for Michelle. Mm -hmm. Um, What you just spoke about that, that bravado false or not. And that, that, that honed and refined personality, it works. It doesn't work to get married, right? It doesn't work for your long term, but to to casually date girls on Tinder, it works and it works really, really well. And I think we're going to see that kind of, kind of pull itself out of the system because Michelle is not that
1: no and she's gonna call it out well she is not tolerate it I'll
0: I'll save the second half of this comment but when we get to when we get to Joe Mm -hmm. maybe the statement I just made isn't true it it seems that Michelle is self-aware enough to not fall for that false bravado thing Mm -hmm. Um, I'll 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 leave it there on Chris
1: Yeah, I think I think Joe's doing a different game
0: so we'll we'll get to Joe. We're gonna continue going alphabetically here. Um, Clayton up next, and uh, Clayton's picture that I pulled off his Instagram site makes me very uncomfortable. It's a, it's I, I'll Megan. I won't ruin it for you. Go back and when you when you rewatch our show, you can see it. Uh, obviously, everyone watching can see it now. I didn't pick this. Um, it's not even like the top of his head's cropped out. It. All right, Clayton. What do you what do you have on Clayton?
1: Um, so I have um I mean he didn't do much this episode, right um like he didn't get much screen time like there were just a lot of other people um I wrote down that she did not love the butt smack like she thought that the the teacher' stick was a nice gimmick, like she loved that, but the fact that he then made her smack his ass on national television, she did not like that
0: i got the same um, I got the same vibe um yeah. Like yeah. into it, like oh, this is funny. Uh-huh. It looked great in the suit, and she was feeling it. And then, yeah, I think it kind of fell out uh, mm-hmm. when, when he when he offered the one free smack. Uh, yeah. One thing I will say about that, and uh, hat tip to the Twitter person who posted it. Uh, I think I retweeted it, but uh, I'll never find it again. Uh, that ass did not move. It wasn't it wasn't a hard smack, but there was zero movement. Those are buns of steel. Yeah.
1: Well, but she also barely hit him because she was not into it. She didn't want to be doing it. And I get that. Like, I 100% get that. Like, coming from a teacher, like, you're up here on national TV. First time you've met this guy, right? He's, what, he's what the third or fourth person out of the limo? Like, that's not the time and place to be doing it, especially knowing Michelle, right? If you're here for Michelle, you know it's not going to fly with her. Like, that's not her type of humor. It's not her type of fun. And, like, that probably made her, like, I... I'm sure she did not like
0: that. Does the teacher stick make another appearance? I don't
1: know how far he goes, I think.
0: And we'll get to that kind of discussion if you watch our other show about season long. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't really have anything else on Clayton. Like you said, he, he didn't have a whole lot of screen time uh, night one. Yeah. Uh, Daniel. Daniel the firefighter, who now his his photo now is this this he's leaning on the front bumper of a squad, it looks like, and uh all smug, arms crossed, looking great. Um again the 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 fire cucking I will remember forever. Some of the some of the intros are so good. That one, I hope that they so the producers know what everyone's doing. I hope they actually did them in order, like it was aired. Because I it's mean, amazing.
1: Give, I feel like they had to. Like, given Michelle's comment of, oh, I feel so bad for Daniel, or, oh, God, Daniel. <laughs> like, I feel like, like it was pretty close.
0: Had to have been. Yeah. Good-looking guy. I thought he carried himself well. Um, I didn't have any major takeaways for him.
1: I didn't have anything, honestly, other than, yeah, laughing at his, laughing at his fire truck.
0: So then we'll move on really quick to one I know you are going to have some uh, thoughts on. We got uh, Jamie here.
1: Yeah, so like I said, I mean, I kind of said it earlier, but I I like Jamie. I think she really likes him. Just like the way that she talked about him was way different than the way she talked about anyone else. Um, And like it's much more for her versus like other people who maybe there's more of that like physical chemistry. Like for her, it seems like there is like this like emotional connection with him already where she just really likes his vibe. Like she likes being in his presence, right? Like if there's like a comfort and a positivity that just feels really nice to her.
0: So. Yeah, I I was really yeah. surprised that he jumped out as early as he did. Um, yeah. Like I said, that that took me a little off guard. He even even after his introduction, he felt passive. Yeah. Um So it was really yeah. interesting to to see him kind of jump out of that box and and be be an aggressor really, um, and, and do so in in a really respectful manner. And he's really soft spoken with her. I I I'm interested to see where Jamie goes.
1: Absolutely me too, yeah, and we can get to that during the season long too because i I have some questions about that actually, but
0: again, season long loaded with spoilers. this one we're only going to try to spoil like week to week <laughs> uh, Joe You're
1: watching. who
0: if, if you want to go first on Joe, uh, I will let you I'm gonna have some language for Joe that is not uh, appropriate for children's ears, though I do have to tell you that <laughs>
1: Um, so Joe again okay so the way that they put him at first there's a lot of similarities in life right we have the sport aspect we have the family aspect we have the Minnesota aspect like on paper they look like they're good matches um, I so I think the game that might be play, being played here is not so much the bravado but more this idea of that like she's thrown off by him. And like there's this almost like a chase happening, right? That he's kind of set it up where he's kind of this like mysterious thing that she wants to get to know and wants to figure out. And so I think it's a different game than what Chris S is playing. And that's why I think it might work a little bit more.
0: So I I am inclined to believe that her reaction was genuine however edited it might have been i don't think they told her he was coming
1: yeah i agree
0: um so all of my notes are in shorthand i wrote two sentences one sentence out completely says this guy is a slime ball but fuck he's got nice eyes (laughs) his eyes are are incredible piercing yeah um So I, I went down a rabbit hole on Joe today, so this will be my, my spoiler notice for this episode. Jump ahead about a minute if you don't want any spoilers. Um, he's a liar. If you believe random people on the internet, you know that Instagram, Reddit, Facebook, um, he allegedly, the ghosting and blaming George Floyd thing is bullshit. Because even if you are not emotionally in relationship available because of social things that are going on, which is totally legitimate, Mm -hmm. you say that, just say that playing it off to the other black girl. Who's also from the same place. Like that's bullshit. But what the internet is saying is that this dude was dating multiple girls during the same time frame and playing these games. And I'm, I'm inclined to believe it. The, the little sly look, like, did I slide in your DMs? And he gives her right like that look, Joe, Joe's a, Joe's a slime ball. I don't have another word for it.
1: Like, I, I am not denying that. And I 100% think that he's a player. Like I said, I think, I think he's playing a different game. Um, and I think it's a different game than maybe we've seen it physically played on the Bachelorette so far. Um, and so I, am interested to see how it plays with Michelle. Like I am, I'm interested to see how she handles it. Cause she handled the ghosting really nicely and like really assertively. Um, So yeah, I'm I'm in, I'm I'm interested.
0: I'm so excited from a fantasy standpoint because the potential I see for a gaslighter like this is mm-hmm. he'll kiss her and then he'll break down about like a past relationship, and those are both points. And then when she mm-hmm. calls him on his bullshit, he's gonna cry.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, the the point the points potential here is yeah. is is massive. The gaslighters are huge. For fantasy yeah. Bachelor well, Bachelorette. Right. There's
1: other guys getting on it then too and start causing drama in the you're house.
0: Fight with them and we've already got the narrative yep. going where we've seen the mm-hmm. preview. Of the guy's talking about well, did, did she know him ahead of like he's fantasy gold. So if you don't have Joe in your fantasy lineups, you're doing something wrong. For as long as he is here, or yep. until they resolve their relationship conflict, he's gold. Yep. You gotta have him. Um, Leroy, uh, who I want to open on because the Polaroid thing is so awesome. So awesome. Because what if she picks you? What if she picks you? So you're going to have all these ABC quality photos of the first time you guys met. There's not a single guy in the house who has candid Polaroids of the first time he met his wife. Yeah. So if he goes all the way, that is... The single best intro I've ever seen.
1: Yeah.
0: And so simple. Yeah. And everyone else over the top are doing cringy stuff. And he's like, hey, like, let's take a picture yeah. so that we have it for our wedding scrapbook. And it's like, oh, yes, that's awesome. this is awesome.
1: And again, like, it caters so nicely to Michelle. Right? It's so nice for Michelle.
0: So that's the only note I had on Leroy. <laughs> and <this laughs> friend,
1: I didn't have anything on him, so...
0: Yeah. Uh LT who Megan you'll see and everyone gets to see now his picture that we've changed him out for makes him not look like a creepy 38-year-old yoga instructor. It makes him look like uh Canadian Dirk Bentley playing piano. Uh and it's a wonderful <laughs> picture. Like I looking at this I'm, I can see now why they put him on the show. Looking at everything else I've seen of LT? Yeah. I have, I have no clue why he's on this show, but but this picture so. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Like, he showed up in his little, um, his little, I don't even know, is was it, was it a swimsuit or, like, just, like, a good banana hammock? Like, I don't know. I, th- I think but it, cla- like,
0: so it classified as a swimsuit in the independent scoring that we use for season long, uh, which is yeah. uh, the, a Facebook group that does scoring. They did call it a swimsuit, so. Well,
1: yeah, I mean, I don't know. Showed up, didn't impress
0: me. <laughs> That's all I've got. I mean, the, it, it takes. Yeah. I'm. I mean, for the sorry yeah. for the bad pun in advance, but it takes some balls to wear bikini yeah. briefs in a group of guys you're meeting for the first time. I mean, that that, that takes a level of self awareness that maybe will translate into the show. Uh, I, I'm not seeing it with LT.
1: Yeah. When we had had that conversation about him last episode too. That it was gonna be either either like hit or miss with him.
0: Well maybe some points there somewhere. I I don't see him lasting very long.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh. So not Martine, as I suppose it makes me maybe not a yeah. great person to assume it was Martin, but uh, he introduced himself as Martin. Uh. So this is uh, bleach blonde Martin, who is now yeah. in a cut off flannel. Uh. For his shirt.
1: Which I feel like fits his vibe much better. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I thought you we were gonna get like the. Uh, like world traveler foreigner in the States kind of vibe. And it, it wasn't, you were dead on with, with your analysis. He, he's very bro. He's, uh, he's very pro.
1: But again, like there's something, well, I guess we can talk about this in the season long. Cause I don't want to get too many spoilers, but like we do see it in like the season long, like preview, right. That they showed at the end of the episode. I mean, like he gets a one-on-one likes so, like there's something there that Michelle likes. It's um, so, like, I am, very interested to see what it is because again from my first look at him when I first like saw the first preview I was like there's no way this guy's sticking around like so yeah uh,
0: so after Martin is his uh, uh, brother in hair Malik uh, who also has the uh, the frosted tips here uh, yeah. wearing overalls pulled down on a boat uh, is his new picture so it's a good look it's a really good look uh, I had no notes on Malik uh, he kind of just yeah. was there uh, yeah. And I'm not sure he's going to be there for much longer if yeah. he doesn't do something to set himself apart. Again, there's, yeah. I mean, you saw the sun coming up uh, for the rose ceremony. There is 12 hours of footage. Um, so the fact that we didn't see Malik do anything interesting as a producer choice, I, I'm, I'm sure he did something yeah. in 12 hours. He didn't just sit around. Yeah, he didn't get sent home like uh, wingman Edward. So he's he's still around uh next up uh maybe one that we're going to talk about for a little bit longer uh we got we got nate
1: yeah um she likes him yeah she really like from the moment he got out of that limo um and i so you and i had gone back and forth we had sent um a couple of instagram posts um on some data that's been collected about like kind of Um, order out of the limo and like whether or not that matters for like first impression rows versus like sticking around for like top four and things like that. And so just knowing that he was the first one out of the limo and now first one to get the first impression rows is important, right? Like that suggests that, yeah, there's something about him that's going to keep him around. And so again, as you mentioned, he's probably one that you want on your lineup, like from here on out, um, because he's going to do something probably every week, whether like, even if it's just like one kiss, right? Uh, Like he's going to make,
0: he's going to do something. Uh, That's a great call out. And and just from a little bit of a look ahead standpoint, talk to strategy really quickly. As Megan said, you want guys like this in your lineup. Anyone you think is a front runner, you want to have them. Um, You you get to pick, you get to pick six in daily. Uh, If one of your six isn't a front runner, um, you're either brilliant or, or you're doing something, something wrong because it's 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 one kiss it's one conversation even if he doesn't go on a date you're gonna have that rose ceremony and you best believe that your front runners are gonna take time uh and that's one of the things that stood out for me immediately about nate after all the ryan shit she comes down and she's like if you're not here for the right reasons you know which is again is one of our one of our drinking triggers so this episode was brutal with it because it's like ryan studied the playbook on my drinking game um And Nate was there immediately. She finishes that conversation and Nate is there. And he goes and he has immediately a vulnerable conversation. A very vulnerable conversation. And he talks about what love looks like to him. And he gets that kiss. And you could not have... Even with Ryan's binder, you couldn't have had a better playbook for how to roll that situation. He is so ingrained in her mind after night one... Obviously, he gets the first impression of rose, mm-hmm. but it's more than that. She kissed him, he mm-hmm. was there when she was feeling down i mean there there's so much positive reinforcement going on there from a relationship standpoint that you can't fabricate.
1: She asked him to open up he did
0: it's it's gold i I mean that's yeah. that's pretty much all my notes on nate he he took the yeah. perfect opportunity yeah. and he Converted on it at 100%. Uh, You could not have done that better.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Olu, which is uh, how he referred to himself. And now so how I'm going to refer to him because (laughs) I butchered his name. Uh, I thought I was doing a good thing and I was very wrong. Um, So Olu. He didn't
1: really get much screen time.
0: No, I I was kind of surprised by how much of the preview he got. Mm -hmm. Um, so something, something to watch, uh, but, but in in intangible footage, I didn't get really anything on him. Yeah. Uh, Pardeep.
1: I mean, he's like a cutie. I feel like, um, I don't know if he belongs on the Bachelorette. (laughs) Like now I'm like a, like a looks way, but like just like a sweet baby angel way where it's just like, I, like, I don't know if you're ready for it. (laughs) I
0: think Pardeep might be funny.
1: Yeah, like, I think that he's, like, a nerdy, funny, like, guy, like, Like, I think that... Like, if
0: he hangs out for a while, he's going to be the guy at the house that all the guys are are opening up to.
1: Yeah, 100%, like, and he's gonna like, America's going to fall in love with him. (laughs) Because, yeah, he's just, like, this, like, sweet baby angel, He's like, a little bit nerdy, and, like, oh, my God,
0: I can't. So, I did see, uh, he posted on Instagram, um, I did not verify his claim, but he posted on Instagram (laughs) that, uh, he's the first Indian American to get a rose, uh, Okay. On the Bachelorette franchise, or the Bachelor <laughs> franchise, all all shows. Um, yeah, so so hey, hell yeah, you know we're yeah. we're talking about uh, inclusiveness, and yeah. I know we see it manifest itself a lot of times in the in black and white. Uh, mm-hmm. but hey, you know Pardee's out here, and uh, I like Pardeep yeah. I think I think he might be he might be some fun coming up here.
1: Yeah.
0: <sighs> Pizza Pizza Pete. Um, we we decided we weren't going to do nicknames, but Pizza yeah. Pete. It's just a perfect split from Pilot Pete. Uh, yeah. and I I don't I don't like Peter.
1: You don't like him? I
0: don't like him. And he also dropped that pizza.
1: <laughs> yeah, and didn't go pick it up.
0: Like dough down. Well, I mean that's what the producers are for, right? That's probably what he's thinking. He he's a pizza preneur. Okay. He's not a yeah. pizza picker upper. Yeah, that's
1: fair. Um yeah, I mean I don't like him either. Um I think he feels like one of the guys who like he has that personality for drama right and so i think that the points that he's going to get i could see him having some connection with michelle for family right because he's mentioned a couple times now he's got that like um, italian american um and if we can like bridge with that like that family connection and then yeah i think he's he has some sass to him i think he's i think it's going to be in some drama the
0: the picture that's up on the screen right now again i didn't pick these i just shamelessly stole all the ones that this account had posted and and they posted asking for help finding better pictures cuz some of these guys that, the way the way bachelor works is once you're on the show your instagram goes unlock um it's just it's just one of the things they do uh not a great picture i i don't like how much footage peter has We'll keep an eye on it from a fantasy standpoint, but I I just don't like him as a contestant or as a person. (laughs) As horrible as that sounds. I've seen five minutes of this guy on TV, but I'm not buying it. (laughs) Uh, Now, next one up here on the other hand, PJ. Um, I made this comment uh, to the people I was watching with, and uh, I'm going to repeat it here because I thought it was pretty clever. (laughs) This guy has swagger and looks like denzel washington and slim from 112 had a baby he is (laughs) so much i i'm in love with pj um from the fire cucking to just the whole vibe i'm 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 so into it i have a feeling he doesn't last real long Uh, Because I'm not sure Michelle is is vibing what I'm vibing, which is probably a good thing. But
1: (laughs) you just want to be like best friends with them.
0: We every Uh, day we'd hang out every (laughs)
1: day. (laughs) I yeah no I I feel like I don't like yeah his look makes him feel like he's gonna have such a fun personality, and I really hope that holds up because we haven't really like gotten a vibe for his personality yet, right? Like again, we only really saw him for his intro. And so I, I'm super excited to like get to know him more and like to see anything from him that isn't him getting out of a fire truck.
0: In my, in my mental head cannon, he knew, he knew mm-hmm. that he was the follow up fire truck
1: <laughs>
0: and he chose that path.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those are the big balls that LT wanted or needed.
0: Yes. Yes. Uh, Next up is Rick, whose picture is just this smoldering black and white model shoot pic. Um, So there's the compliment I just gave him. The only note I have for Rick is says, I hate this guy so much.
1: Yeah. Um, Okay, I have several notes on him. Um, I think he goes pretty far, and here's why. So one, initial reaction to his gimmick, she loved. like She thought it was really cute and unique. And then once he actually got out of the cart, he did something that is so important for contestants on the show to do, which is to become the bachelor or bachelorette person for something, their go-to person for something. And he said, it's really important for me to laugh in relationships. So if you ever need a laugh, you come to me or you think about, me being here in this car and the first time we met, because I just want to laugh with you, and I want to feed you. So he is going to be, but he's going to be that guy. Like whenever she laughs, or whenever she's having a bad day and she's like, oh god, like I could really use someone to laugh with, he's going to pop into her head. Like he made that connection, and that's so important.
0: And she seemed really into him, uh, and and so yeah. objectively, not not a bad looking guy. Uh, I think he went a little heavy on the eyeliner night one uh, for the look to look uh once he was out of the service cart um i i didn't mind it as much yeah i think if we hadn't just dealt with uh james in a box i would have been more receptive to the cart gig It, it was it felt it felt real try hard it felt really derivative after seeing box james but i think on its own not bad like I said, it, 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 it worked. She liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I appreciate it. There there's one shot, uh, right after the toast, he was still on the table during the toast and there's a, there's a guy tipping him a drink <laughs> so he could take a drink. Um, so yeah, I, I appreciate the, the commitment to a bit. Um, and, and like you, I think he, I think he hangs around for a while. Uh, you know, on the preview, we saw some one-on-one date footage, uh, that's coming up here. Um. I'm interested to see where it goes. I will not wear this shirt again. I think it might I think it might have one too many buttons for flair over there. But uh yeah, I, I uh I'm interested to see where it goes from a fantasy standpoint. I, I do not like him for her, uh, and I don't like him for me. Uh yeah, I'm not, not in love like I am with PJ. <laughs> <laughs> uh next up is Rodney, who aside from not knowing what color certain apples are, um I felt like I had a pretty strong night uh, I had a, a, a strong open and, and engaged her in a way where she named More apple variants Than I think I knew existed uh, But she's also obviously Into apples
1: him, She called him a healthy little snack
0: and for those of you following what? along at home It is better to be called a healthy little snack By a woman than to not be called A healthy little snack So <laughs> that's a, that's a big oh, plus
1: yeah. Uh you go, Rodney.
0: The the picture that was selected from Instagram for this, um he still doesn't have a whole lot of a neck, but it looks like in this picture because he's a little more muscular. Uh and then that's kind of what we saw on the show. He's a big dude. He
1: is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely interested to see him like in real clothes and not an apple suit, but
0: I'm excited to see him in in yeah, just like, like a jeans and jeans and a t shirt kind of look, and a suit. I'd like to see yeah. him in a suit at some point here, and I think I'm sure we will at a cocktail party or something. But
1: well, and I'm pretty sure you
0: get to see him naked too. So I mean, I think get all of <laughs> yeah, I mean, it. Yeah, Rodney might be just uh, just a uh, clothing change guy. He's got different outfits for every mood. Yeah. Nothing uh, wrong with
1: that. Not at all.
0: Not a thing wrong. Uh, next up is Romeo, and I'm going to toot my own horn here a little bit. <gasps> I think if your name is Romeo, I only get half points because like the Romeo and Juliet shit was coming. The French awesome. was a twist. Uh, I was not expecting French. Um, I don't know. I couldn't get a read off Michelle in the moment if she cared. Uh, he's watch. obviously still here. You he got a rose. Um, he played way better with the guys than he did in his own intro. Um,
1: he did.
0: But the Romeo and Juliet bullshit. I. I hated
1: it. It was it, gross. It was inevitable. <laughs> yeah. It was so played out. Um, but he's a good looking guy. Um, and so, yeah, he stuck around. Um, so let's see. He, he's more than just Romeo.
0: I am curious to see how many languages he knows. Because uh, one of his fun facts was that he studied Japanese for three years in college. Obviously, he speaks, sounded like pretty good French. I don't know how many phrases he knows, but even if that's the only phrase he knows, it sounded good. Um, yep. So I'm, I'm curious to see how many languages Romeo knows. Maybe we'll get some more.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, next up is Spencer, who, who I didn't get much on. I wasn't horribly impressed. I wasn't horribly turned off. He was just kind of around.
1: Yeah, that's
0: how I felt. <laughs> move move right on, man. <laughs> Uh Will, who, mm-hmm. who, who, his new picture, dude looks great in a, in a tight-fitting pink <laughs> shirt. Um. We see some footage in the preview of some drama he's going to get into. Uh, My favorite, my favorite part of the preview, if you haven't gone and watched it. uh, He's got a moment where he's hella frustrated with somebody, and uh, he gets a little emotional. And uh, I'm not going to embarrass myself by repeating the phrase, uh, but it's it's pretty good. Watch watch the preview if you didn't at the end of the episode. Uh, Will gets a little worked up. I didn't have anything more to expand on with Will.
1: I, he disappointed me. <laughs> Good-looking guy. I know.
0: Good-looking guy, but you know, you gotta bring something off the table at some point. But again, the drama is points if you can harness it correctly. Um, on, on, and if it's an episode where they go home, if there's enough drama to offset it, they're usually worth a start. Uh, you want to, you want to get into that. Um, And and weekly scoring is a little bit different so obviously make sure you know your scoring system Uh, but uh, be be on the lookout for that Uh, so next up here I've got the pricing for weekly Uh, for week two this is the uh, the week to week pricing so you'll see this up on the screen you got to build a team of six out of a hundred roses no real surprises for me here Megan the the algorithm is the guys that got screen time and scored points the previous week are priced the highest the next week. Uh, so it's yeah. really about looking ahead uh, and seeing what kind of what kind of value grabs you can get because uh, you usually aren't able to just grab all your top scorers. Now I think this week you could have. I think you could have gone top five. I think they're, yeah, 20, 20 apiece here as I'm seeing on the screen. Um, but that's not always necessarily indicative of what's going to happen coming up. Uh, so from a general scoring standpoint, what you want to do is you want the one-on-one dates because those are worth points. It's a lot of screen time. Um, if you can find the information on the internet, you want the group date winners. Uh, you want the guys who win the group date. Uh, you want the guys who get the rows for the group date rows. Uh, and you want to avoid people getting sent home. Uh, so those are, the, those are the big keys week to week. Those are really what you're looking for. Um, some great resources for that is episode descriptions, which uh, unfortunately it's, it's 5 o'clock on Friday right now. There's not an episode description out yet. Um, you want the episode previews from the previous episode, but you also want the previews they drop throughout the week. Uh, so as of as of filming, they've only dropped one group date, nothing yeah. else. Uh, so we know who's on a group date, uh, which this early in the season, there's usually one one-on-one and two group dates. Uh, so it informs you a little bit, uh, but you got to go ahead and do some digging to get the rest. Uh, but that's really what you're looking for from a fantasy standpoint. You want to maximize your points. Roses are safe points. Assume that screen time means points. Uh, so you really want the guys that win the group dates. You want the guys who are on those one on ones, and you want guys that aren't going home. Uh, mm-hmm. So next up here we have uh, our lineups for week two, uh, and you know they're they're pretty close together. Uh, and again. Uh, At time of post, uh, right now it's 5 o'clock on Friday. Uh, This is based on the best information we have. Um, So if we make changes, we will, of course, uh, address that uh, either on Instagram or on next week's video. Uh, Megan, you want to go ahead with your lineup? Um,
1: Yeah, let's see if I... Because I didn't actually write it down because I just like plugged it in. So let's see if I guessed correctly who I chose. All right, well, we can all see it. So Let's see. Okay, so I actually maybe got some additional information that you don't have because I was scouring Instagram um, and I guessed what the second group date might be uh, based off of what I know about the seasons. Um, so, and knowing who was on the group date that we had already got a preview from. So I think I know, and I think I know like what team wins that one. So I actually chose my, my lineup based off of this information. Um, so anyway, from the preview, I chose uh, Brandon and Casey from the school group date, um, mostly because there is a preview out there that basically shows Brandon looking real dumb. <laughs> like he, real
0: dumb. They did him he, dirty.
1: He, yeah, he's getting a lot of questions wrong, and I think it's gonna like hit like a little bit of a soft spot with Michelle. I think that 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 she's gonna like want to talk with him after that. Um, and then I'm sorry, then Megan. Did you say
0: tutor or talk?
1: I mean both. Um, And then there's a shot of Casey looking like there might be like some drama happening and he's kind of like like leaning over it. And so I'm wondering if he's going to be part of the drama that's happening. Um, And so he's one that I might end up switching out because I'm not quite sure where he falls Um, from other um, different sources. It looks like Jamie gets the one on one. So I have Jamie in there. Um, And then from. Again, the second group day, I ended up choosing, I believe, <laughs> Nate, Rodney, and, Mar- and Martin.
0: So Martin, uh, yeah. Martin, Rick, and Peter are your final three.
1: Who? No. <laughs> so Peter, Martin, and Rick. Really? What am I doing? Okay. Well,
0: now I'm be changing. See, now now you know Megan's lineup's no good at all.
1: Now you know that I just like Plugged it in and put it together Um Okay well, So Megan
0: will absolutely have a follow up
1: I like the lineup that I just chose better I think I might go with that one Um Cause yeah I could see I could see Rodney potentially Um If it's the group date that I think it is And he's on the winning team I could see him potentially getting the group date Rose just because he's a sweetheart and she seems like to have this connection with him. Um, and if he opens up at all, and that, if there is that connection, I could see him, her giving it to him. Um, cause I don't think that she would give it to Nate and I don't know how the other guys would play off of that, that I suspect her on this group date.
0: So look for Megan's official lineup, uh, in the comments. Uh, And I'll jump over to mine, where I have uh, Brandon and Casey from the early date, uh, because Brandon looks like an idiot and looks like Casey might get into something. Uh, I have Jamie, because we have heard that Jamie has the one-on-one, and again, that's really valuable from a fantasy standpoint. I have Rodney, for a lot of the reasons Megan just talked about. Even though, if you're looking at the screen, not in Megan's line (laughs) of... Uh, maybe
1: see the right now. <laughs> I
0: took I took Rick because I feel like there has to be something that happens consistently for him to gain some ground, um, so I want him in my lineup right now. As we don't have a whole lot of other information, um, and then I have Nate uh, for the reasons we talked about earlier. Uh, you know he's a, he's a front runner. I didn't have a sixth that I felt strongly about, and so so my my load here for my lineup, left to right, uh, is the order I picked them in um so nate was very much my my number six i I didn't have another guy i felt strongly about i know nate's around for a while we've seen him on -on one-on-ones in footage uh and i know that he doesn't have the one-on-one this week which means he makes it through so at the very least i have a rose from nate uh and then i'm hoping that if he doesn't do well on a group date he'll make that time for himself the way we saw in the first episode uh, and so really that's, that's really what you're looking for from a fantasy standpoint is, is a lot of things we just talked about. You want to capitalize on those dates and you want to use the information you have about the season to make informed, informed guesses, right? You're not just picking out of the dark. Um, yeah. So those are our, I would, go
1: ahead. I would say that I think, I believe I, I chose Peter too, because for, so one of the season long previews shows him and it's, so Will is getting into it with Peter on that group date that you're talking about. And so knowing that they're both on the same group date this week and that that drama happens in a group date context, I had chosen Peter cause I believe that he ends up getting a rose post that, that drama.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, that's really good you know, draw from your resources and I got Instagram and Twitter and Reddit and Facebook. Um,
1: some some random website. <laughs>
0: it's fine if you don't want to spoil it for yourself uh but again this show we are committed to presenting everything from a fantasy standpoint and uh it is a taped show this is all over already so any information you can get week to week um to help you win is really what you're looking for um if you're a purist and you want to watch and pick uh feel free to do that as well uh Most of the information we're talking about is stuff that they publish on the official Instagram account. Uh, So you can not spoil yourself and find a lot of this. Um,
1: Yeah.
0: But that's really really top to bottom how you want to do fantasy. Uh, We're going to do another show uh, in a couple minutes here, uh, but it won't post tonight. We'll post it uh, a little bit later on in the weekend to protect our picks as much as possible. Uh, Where we're going to break down season long, we're going to go through the... uh, the setup for it, the scoring for it. Uh, so look for that uh, uh, in your feed. Uh, we've also launched this as an audio podcast. Uh, we know that two hours is way too long for some of you, so this one came in in just about an hour. We're gonna try to keep them keep them a little bit shorter like this. Uh, but uh, any feedback anyone has, feel free to, to drop in the comments or to send to one of us, and uh, yeah, we're just we're just kind of seeing where it goes. So uh, n- no uh, no lofty views or anything. I uh, hope everyone can sit through an hour of a, of a week two preview. Uh, good luck on your fantasy setups, and uh, hopefully we get to see some some drama for week two.
1: <laughs>
0: Catch you guys soon.